yeah. but it's like why <laughs> it's like oh the dude took a knee for for injustice that's his story man that's his narrative i have no right to tell that man yeah. how to feel about that if anything in essence if if you anytime you've always stood up to say the pledge of allegiance and it was almost like just the thing you did at school. Yeah, I remember doing that. You weren't even thinking about it. Yeah, you weren't even thinking about it. Then this man decides All of a sudden. to sit or, or take a knee, and it becomes like just this whole storyline yeah. of like disrespect and flag. But I think for me, like there's always a time and place for it. I mean, like as a as an employee, mm-hmm. you know, like, you check some things at the door. You know mm-hmm. what you can't talk about in your workplace. You know, money, your salary, sports. I mean, politics. I mean, like, what he did, I respect what he did. But it's like, dude, like, do it away from your work. I mean, why do it? I think it was like a primetime game or something. Well, the thing is, had the cameras not even went that direction, nobody would have even known. He had been doing it way before the cameras picked it up. They're the media is the one that spotlighted it. Yeah. But the thing is, the same people that are complaining that you should honor the flag, well, you the don't ones. tell them to shut the concession stand down with all them people in line getting a beer so yeah. they can honor the flag. He's right. I always. If thought, you don't have yeah. a problem with that, yeah. yeah. And the only reason that they do that is because they get paid money by the military. And, and mind you, man, like I, I've never actually touched a subject with with D about this because I'm just um, not because I feel like it's an uncomfortable conversation. I just feel like if there's ever a narrative to, to address, he could speak on it better than I can. Right? Like if you're talking immigration, he might come to me and be like, "Hey, man, what's the deal with this?" Like you told me stuff about when you became a citizen, mm-hmm. I didn't even know you were paying all that money yeah. to be here. Yeah, it's. A, it's a, I'm like, that's like ransom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it no, but, yeah, it's but, true. but in turn, man, like you know, we're living in this whole microcosm of like an alternate universe where I never thought I'd see Donald Trump be president, but then it was almost like it really became like when the movements came out, right, in the protest, and obviously when when you know black people were getting killed in the streets i'm like man i'm like but if you apply that same narrative to, to when they took over the capital dude they wouldn't have let if if <laughs> the minority group had run up trying to take over the capital try to prove a been, point brought military out dog ain't, ain't none and dude it would have been shut down they know none of them dudes getting out they all locked up or they shot yeah and, and see so there's sensitivity things that i kind of feel like I try to understand, you know, and not to to misspeak because it's not my place. Yeah. And I'll be honest, man, like sometimes when I get pulled over by the police, I'm like dead near like in in, you in just fright don't mode. Know. It might be I rolled down all my windows. <laughs> in fright <laughs> mode. Dude, I'm windows. in fright mode, man, because it, while, you know, I I get it, maybe some people don't have ever have to feel that. Yeah. You know, when when I asked them about that, it's like, how do you guys kind of see that? And it's like, well, you know, you, you kind of have to. It, it's almost like it's re re refortified in our in our mental, mental yeah. as kids. Like, you don't do this, you don't do that, you you shut up, and you just do what they tell yeah. you to do. Because ultimately, the goal is to get home. Of course, yes. I mean, you know, for the safety for the cop, you know, because they don't know also, like. They're just doing it. You don't want justice and I to think be we served on the this. side of the street. Yeah, Man. and I think we talked about this off, off, off mic. You know about you know about police. You know how you know like you're not for it, but not against it. It's something. Yeah. You know something like that. Nobody's a hundred percent conservative or a hundred percent liberal. Yeah. There's nobody that is a hundred percent one way. And that's you Chappelle. have some issues that you're liberal about. Yeah. You got some issues that you're conservative about. Yeah. And see. 
when Chappelle came out and did that nine minutes, um, no, nobody came for him for that. And he said some shit there, dude. Yeah. He was pissed. And not only that, he went in on Don Lemon for Lemon calling him out personally by saying, where, where are all you celebrities at? Where are all this and that? Now, granted, I love Don Lemon, dude. Don Lemon is, he's my go-to when I watch CNN him or, um, or uh, what's the other guy's name? Anderson. Henderson. Cooper. Henderson Cooper, man. Or Kuma Como. Yeah. Kuma, yeah, those three. I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, man. His big brother, his big brother ain't doing so good right now. <laughs> Well, you, can't bro, look. The, you can't put with Chris and his brother. They're not the yeah, same. They're not the same, bro. <laughs> I don't see little brother sticking up for his big brother, though. You know, no, I don't I see him sticking hey, up for him. Dude, well, I can't stick up for you if you're wrong. I mean, but, but look, something, though. The point is, is that he went in all in and nobody came for Chappelle when he did that. Right. So, you know, to me, it's like you can't have with Chappelle without the other. Yeah. And all in all, man, like the way we feel about certain situations. I mean, we're just regular citizens, right? That we try to do the best we can every day, yeah. right? At the same time, you have to be mindful and understand that you're surrounded. You're going to encounter people from all walks of life. Of course. In the workplace, you know, whether it be through friendships or even in family, man. And you just have to be a better human being to understand where they come from and understand their story, man. And I can't tell him how to feel about something that I don't know nothing about. Yeah. I I, I love history, man, and yeah. I've been doing a deep dive into the um into the civil rights era, man, cuz I just I just find it so interesting that not that far long ago we were in that place and it hasn't been like a hundred and some nah. thousand yeah, people years. People are like, oh, well, that was th- no, it's no. like 52 years 50, ago. It's, yeah. not, it's fresh, bro. Ago, yeah. and, and to know that his grandfather or his dad saw some of that stuff, bro. And I'll tell you what happened to see, me. My dad tells me about days when they picked cotton, when he picked cotton. You see what I'm saying? I'll tell you a story about when my dad crossed me over the river, dude. And that's not, that's not to, to be, oh, you know, we're, I'm not I'm not sitting here gloating about it, but it's my story. Yeah. Yep. My dad still has his state fair ticket when it was like the black the colored people's day to go to the fair. Yeah, really? Man. Yeah. Dude, I can't tell you how to feel about civil war in El Salvador. I can't tell you about that. That's your story, man. You you understand that? Your parents mm, lived through some yeah. of that shit. Yeah, they did, but I no. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like we all grew <clears throat> up here to be Americanized, yeah. right? But we all have a certain way we feel about that flag. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and be like Mexico, I'll be, I'll beat my chest because Mexico ain't gave me nothing. No. Mexico ain't gave me opportunity. Mexico ain't gave me a house. Mexico didn't do nothing for me. Not bashing because that's my country. I, yeah. I, that's where I was born. I love it. But you come over here and you're Americanized. So if I ever had the option to become a citizen, damn right. Because yeah. America's also afforded me the opportunity to succeed. But at the same time, you know, it's like careful balance here. Careful balance, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because they they don't let you do. We gonna give you the opportunity yeah. to succeed, but we gonna make sure you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to be. They gonna make it hard. They gonna make yeah. it hard, man. But at the same time, man, it's like, what would you rather live? It's yep. not uh, my That's history. What we were talking about earlier. Yeah, my history talking. teacher told me this one day. He said and he was a marine. He said America. He's like, it's not the greatest place to live, but it's the best one. And if you look around shit around the world, man, the way it is now, I mean, you got border problems everywhere, man. Not just yeah. not just here. Oh, Mexico. I think trying that's to get, the issue no. that a lot of people don't understand. Nobody ever said America's not a great country, but America has room for improvement. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's far from perfect. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants. They don't want to have that conversation. No. That there's stuff that needs to be fixed. Say, like I was telling you off, 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 off air is America. 20 years ago was a powerhouse like you know financially mm-hmm. everything but now it's like the laughing stock of the world especially what's been going on 
you know, for the past, you know, during Trump's administration, COVID, uh-huh. Biden's administration, we were talking about, you yeah. know, politics, how, you know, Biden's too old and, you know, ain't heard from Kamala Harris. Yeah. And I don't know how long. You know, she's been sidelined since like day one. And, you know, and I was telling him, you know, like people nowadays want a quick fix, you know? Look, listen, the community, I'm in a community and it's like black people help vote him in. Dude. Yeah. Who, Biden? Yes. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for the community, they wouldn't have, he wouldn't have gotten in, dude. And I think it was all just, we just need to get Trump out, no matter who it is. But why do some black folks like Trump, though? You know, I can't answer that question. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Why do some Mexicans like Trump? I don't understand that either. Because I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, because there were some things I did agree with Trump, but there were some things I didn't agree with Trump. You know, I was, I'm all about. I know we're going to like way off topic and all, but just a quick little segue. You know, I'm all about yeah. Let's make it make it great again. I'm, I mean, what's wrong mm-hmm. with that? I'm curious of when that period is. I mean, I, I'm just curious about. I, you can't say I, the '60s. No, I think to me it was you can't great. Say anything pre 1970. I mean, when Obama left, the and economy what is was his okay. Definition of great, as far as. That's Do you mean great as yeah. far as financial? Great as far as manufacturing? I mean, like, financial, I, I don't think we'll ever be up, up on top again because we're so in-depth with China and uh, uh, other countries. Like, I don't think we'll ever be, you know, financial powerhouse. Here's a, here's a challenge that I have for you. If, if this country, right, is the way it is now, right, like the way it has been put up as the the... I guess the embodiment of freedom and, and all the, all the America's great things. Right. Um, I think that America has done a great job marketing that. Yeah. Right. We market that like America's like a place where you can just come in and, and you can have the dream. But I'll share that. My thought is that the only reason that we're able to sustain that, that vision of like, of what that could be it. It's only because of the fact that we're basically our interest in other countries overpower that. And, and yeah. let, let me just kind of be a little clear about that because I always feel like when I don't want ever want to be disrespectful, but when our self interest lies in, throughout the world based on what we can get, correct? We're not we're not in the Middle East no. to change them to be democratic. We're we're not in Europe. Because we're we're so in love with their culture, we're not we're not in uh, uh, we're not swimming around the Pacific because we love the ocean. We're not we're we don't have a vested interest in Alaska because we like being there, dude. There's always an interest. Yeah, motive. Yeah. It's yeah. motives, bro. And the thing is, is like, why is it that in this country, the 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 interests that run it, weapons, of course, yep. Alcohol, tobacco. I mean, what else is there? I mean, that's the thing. Like, right? So, so those are the things that the marketability that always will sustain us, right? Because what's stopping China from collecting? What's 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 stopping North Korea from saying fuck this? You know, like I mean, you you know that. Like, there's there's things about in the world that we don't know about, but there's things that also that give us that we are able to sleep at night, right? Because we know that we can go and kick anyone anyone's ass at any any moment. Yeah. Um. So, I think what D is just trying to address this. So, like, I think what D is saying is like, when was it great? Is it because we're just intimidating and we're like 
we come down and fucking drop a nuke on your ass. You know, or, or is it we lead by fear? I think yeah. gray is, I mean, is it the greatest country to live in? No. Because I can tell no. you. I haven't lived in other, those other countries. I can't, so yeah. I can't yeah. So but we can't you compare. you think America would be great had it not been for the hundreds of years of free labor? That's facts, bro. Uh, he got me there. You got, you got, you <laughs> See, got me okay, there. Here's the thing. Here's, here's Where one would one. we be had they had to pay for all that hundred years of slavery? They had to pay people during that period. Dog, yeah. listen. Watch that. Um, the uh, what was that? The the documentary on ABC it was the uh, the the Black Wall Street. Okay. That gives you a little bit of a glimpse of the potential of what. African Americans did, dude, at the time where they and were. And that was just one instance. In that Minnesota. was one instance, right? Central Park used to be a Black, black Wall Street. Black, yeah, Black Wall Street. Also, dude, like, did you know that veterans that fought in World War II that were of Mexican descent or Latino descent, they couldn't be buried in Arlington, dude. And these dudes fought and, and dropped and fought. I know Asians and, couldn't. That fought. For a, a point. Some, and sometime. these Latinos that went and fought in Germany in in the pacific and they couldn't even get buried in arlington dude yep. go to war fight come back you can't dude, even and, eat in a restaurant and, and the in the um not only that dude the living conditions dog like it was like unhabitable like these communities of shacks that you yeah. would see like in third world countries and they, this is like in el paso san antonio this is in the united states of america in the 1940s, 40s. like after the depression like when you come out of the first because these veterans were dying. Like, even if you died at the war, you still couldn't get buried in Arlington. Like, now, they there was this family who had to get their grandpa, who fought and, and, and got a lawyer to go to the state to fight a case. It went up to the Supreme Court because they couldn't get their grandfather, who was an honored vet, who had a purple heart, to get buried in, in Arlington. And they had to go all the way to the Supreme Court to change that. And this is just recent, like a couple years ago. Dog, it's like this. This is from a generation that you think like you fought the Nazis. Like, yeah, my dad still has a friend that's living that still has the effects of Agent Orange. <sighs> really? Yep. Jeez, dude, so, it, it's just—it's the... not like this country takes care of you when you come back from war. Yeah, and that's any serviceman. That's why I trip out so much on that. I'm whole... like, if you went and fought in a war, you get a free pass when you come back. No taxes. Your house is free. Exempt, yeah. We dropping groceries off every week. <laughs> you get a check. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you gave the ultimate sacrifice. There's no reason you should have to do any more work. Yeah. Dude, they're doing a documentary on those uh, special forces that died in Niger. So those four soldiers that, uh, for whatever reason, they were communicating that, oh, they, they just got lost. They didn't know, and they ended up behind enemy lines, and they were trying to go after some terrorists. Like, the family of those soldiers, dude, don't matter if they're black, white, whatever. They didn't sign up for that. Yeah, no. Yep. They didn't sign up for that, man. And it's almost yeah, I'm like, sure you don't get the whole story. From dude, the, military. The, the story of Vanessa, yeah. the, the story of Vanessa, Although, the, 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 the young lady that got yeah. murdered yep. at the, uh, at, at Fort, uh, Fort, Fort Hood. Hood. Fort Hood. Dog. I see that, that, that lady, well, that lady, I see her mom and her sister still advocating, putting in work, going out there, getting shit changed, dog. That shit don't happen, dude, if it's so, if, that, that that story about Gabby Petito, yeah. look how much that got plugged, dude. And it's like the only reason Vanessa was on the news for so much is because her mom raised hell at that damn Fort Hood. Fort Had Hood. it been a little petite white girl, dog. Damn, I looked for her over. like that. Come on, man. Dude, I had everybody looking. 
this country actually tells you who they care about. Dude, and in the search, though. and in the search for Gabby Petito, they found eleven more missing people that <laughs> yeah. were of yeah. of that were of minority descent. Yeah, ain't heard nothing else about that. Ain't heard nothing else, bro. Dog, that's the thing, man. Like when he talks about a, a make America great again, for who? For the rich. I knew when he got in office, dude. I knew my time. I was on borrowed time, dude. Because the first thing really? he was gonna do, he was gonna come and undo anything Obama did. Because he couldn't stand the idea of a black man being in an office. He couldn't stand it. He still to this day, dude. Oh, it's the, the most horrible time ever. It was the worst presidency in a lifetime. Dude, what you talking about? Yeah. Like, what dimension are you well, living in? Let me ask the did, did you or do you think that we were ready for a black president when Obama got voted? Yes. Overdue, bro. We were overdue. Think so? We're overdue yes. for a Hispanic one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the cabinets, man. Like, the, he, he was inclusive, bro. D- dude, the mayor of San Antonio was part of his cabinet. Yeah. He had women in his cabinet. The dude was inclusive, bro. Granted, he didn't do everything that he promised. Yeah. But when you got a gridlock uh, well, Congress, Congress they wouldn't do shit for him, dude. Yeah. So what about women? Do you think we're ready for a woman president and one a black president? Yes. Why not? I I we've agree. Been, why we've not? We've been choked to death by male white presidents throughout history, and we're in no better situation. But do you right think... now? It feels like with we've been rolled back to the sixties with the way stuff's going. True, but do you think like when Obama's administration, like everything went sensitized? Not sensitized, but like everything became more sensitive, or like you can't say shit to me because you know. I think with Trump in office, people started paying more attention to what was going on in politics. That True. is the positive from yes. that, bro. Yeah, that's the yeah. only good thing that came out. Like of it, it allowed people to wake up and be involved, and um, people started showing their true colors. True, and and obviously, I think it drew the. And I tell this to my daughters, man. I'm like, y'all need to pay attention because a lot of these local politics that goes on in this city and in the state, they affect you guys. And look at the things with with abortion laws, man. Like. And I tell them, I'm like, look, you may not find it interesting, but it affects all of us. Like, it's not just like, oh, you can no longer stand on the sidelines. I can't vote, but I can use their voice to help to help their cause because it's not it's not based on my interest. But I can at least and granted, I can't change anybody's minds or push my politics on them. But at the same time, you know, you have to understand that you can whether you vote red or blue in your tribal for whatever reason, you can't afford to just not be active anymore. Like there's just no way. Like they're talking already about 2024. Um, What? You just going to show up every time we, some president's running and then it's like, you you just going to vote then you can't do that and disappear. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Yeah. Federal politics aren't the ones that affect you at this level. No, you got to be involved, man. Dude, the school board that matters. Yeah. All Not that really. stuff, because look, well, let's get granular with this, man. Like, we'll go back to our education, right? Like, the indoctrination of, like, now what they're having critical race theory, man. Like, think about when we were in school and the way they would tell us, they would give us these textbooks, right? They would say, this is world history. This yeah. is Texas history. Well, how many of us really question what was in those books to really say, this is exactly how it was a lot of it maybe may have been whitewashed, right? So it's up to you to really go and do the, the research and if that's more. and that's where you kind of chill. You know what I'm saying? You you kind of find your 
your truth and, and not say I'm making up stuff. Like, dude, just uh, if you really want to start going into that, think about the indoctrination of our education. Yeah. Um, why is it that kids in private schools are learning about financial management, learning about investments, learning about how the stock market works, learning yep. about business management. And yet you got us who live in these, who live in these communities that go to the public schools. We never were taught that it, it's always, it was always like, uh, when do we ever have an option to learn about financial education? None. Yeah, we didn't have that. Either. We didn't have that. Okay. We didn't have that. Because as you're speaking, I'm thinking, like, because I went to Hood and Scala, and I'm thinking, like, did we ever talk about that? No, nah, because. We had economics, but I didn't learn anything about yeah, it. Yeah, neither did I. I, I, you know, I didn't learn anything about We did have, economics. like, the, yeah, I don't remember what we did. I just sat there and took, they like. They just tell you, go to school, go to college. Get a job, but do you think like they don't those... tell you you're gonna be in debt when you get through with all that? But and then also that like and I think Skyline does a great job. Well, did a great job. I don't know what it is now, but at the same time, it got me on my career path because. Yeah. But it was up to me to make yeah. those choices, not not Skyline. Skyline gave me the curriculum and said, "Hey, if you're interested in advertising and design, we do have a program for that. Here, here's what you need to do." And then you just take it and run with it, right? Somebody that wanted to be learn about cars, there's a mechanic. There's yeah. mechanics there. You want to learn how to be an architecture. You, you, they'll give you the tools to start. And so that from that from that standpoint, that gave me a leg up, right? But nobody was teaching me. And, and I thought it was it should have been civics uh, and, and part of, a, a, along with the curriculum, to learn about civics, learn about how government works, learn about, uh, especially about financing, how uh, because we're all going to become homeowners. We all going to buy credit. So that's those are the things that how do you invest? How do you how do you open yeah. up these other financial opportunities for us to create a little bit of wealth for our future generations? Yeah. And that I don't think that was ever really afforded to us, unless you just kind of saw it as like, well, you just work for somebody or and just you, learn as, and, or, yeah, learn as I go and learn as you go. Or is it more of like, you know what? I'm gonna go be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna make my own business. But okay, so are we in the investment areas? No, we're in construction. We're now maybe that's evolved now because of yeah. our technological and advances. Yeah. But at the time, it's like oh, I'm gonna be my own boss, and, and a lot of it was more manual labor. Um, that's the way the system's designed. Listen, man. Like if, if you go back and look at, there's some videos that you can actually find online that show when they built suburbs, they weren't for minorities. They wouldn't even sell you a house. Yeah, called they redlining, were, bro. Yeah. So they have videos of just telling them these are exclusively for white people dude it still happens like there was a story of a lady who listed her home or her town home in new york or new jersey i can't remember she was the owner she has, she has an african-american lady but she used her white friend as the, the, the one owner. that was renting it to, to showcase hey i'm i'm rent i'm the renter who's trying to lease this house out and it's still like that yep There's and she got that, more i think there was a black lady that had her home appraised and she had it reappraised with a white woman that had the appraisal come out, and it appraised for more with the white. Appraisal more of that. Dog, it's everywhere, man. You just but see, this is the thing, man. Right? So, you, do you want to sit here and fight the uphill battle? You can't do that. Yeah. Because you got to still exist. You still got to go course. to work. You still got to pay your bills. I mean, it's the thing I was telling. I was, I was talking to Tony yesterday. By the way, he gets shout out. We're talking <laughs> about how, and and you sit around sometimes, and you're like. As as someone who is kind of gone through creating a career path because obviously of my limitations in in, in that in that uh, arena of like not being a citizen, right? Um, 
I'm like, dude, I was like, how did I get into graphic design? And I said, and I'm like, I'm still able to make a, a okay living out of it. Come, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm rich. I'm not, but I still have the necessities, man. In Into an industry that I didn't even think it was more of a hobby than what I thought. I'm just trying to find a way to get in school, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it allowed me to carve out a career, man. But along the way, I met people like him who un- I understood that I have potential, man. And it takes people like that, dude, within yeah. the community. He wasn't no public official. He didn't have nothing to gain from whether I decided to do it or not. Because I could have been like, man, I'm not doing this. And you're like, cool, cool. I got somebody else. <laughs> it's just the thing, man. Like, it's just if you put yourself in the mentality, it's about being in these rooms. Yeah. Get yourself a seat at the table, man. And whatever it is that you're doing, pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. always. Because we can't change the system, dude. This is just the game we're playing. But, but you got you got to arm yourself, man. You got to know what the game is, how to play it, know the rules, and educate yourself. Get I'm educated. all for ownership. If you own the business, you have more options. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Because I remember about? Slim Thug. I was looking at his Instagram, and he somebody was interviewing him, and he was like, "Well, I don't care about the person, the other people being racist, because I own my business. So if I don't want to work with you, I don't have to work with you." I get to choose. That's why I work for myself. And, and he, he, well, because he was a rapper, right? Yep. Is he still rapping? He does that. And I think he has, he does real estate. Yeah, he does real estate. He has man. like a clothing line and he does a bunch of stuff. Man. And see, but you, you, I remember Roderick told me this one day. He said, dude, he's like, all these dudes that fund all these like Christian Adige and Von Dutch and they, all that money that comes from hip hop, right? You get the same. You get that leverage to use that money to finance these other things, right? Yep. And and that that's why I was like, damn, it's it's almost unfair because like, if you start from the ground up, nobody knows you. You're not a hip hop artist, but you're trying to create something. Man, like it's tough. It's all tough, man. Like, but these artists that are able to use the money that they make in hip hop, Fifty's one of them, dude. Fifty made his money, money rapping, dude. Got yeah. his bag created G unit then then got into film because and then not only that he's in boxing is it really yeah dude i know he was buying shares like in water mma i think he sold he sold vitamin water he sold it so he sold his percentage in vitamin water and went to something else with that money because when he got endorsed by coke he said don't pay me pay me in vitamin water stock i think okay yeah i remember that because i think they were hurting Mm-hmm. Then, then he put his name on it. Stocks went up. Then I think that's what he just said. I'm you cashing out. Remember he cut that deal with Reebok to make G unit shoes. Yep. Now you see Reebok at Walmart. <laughs> really? G, he sold G unit to uh, Mark Echo. Really? He Fifty don't hold on to nothing but his power. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what he do. He has a cologne called Power. Just the circle of people that you get around you. Help you move, make those moves. And he started elevating himself, man. Just getting, growing, getting in different That's circles. That's some gangster shit right there, though. It is. That's some real gangster shit he, right there. He, he may not have everyone's, uh, you approval. know, approval. Yeah. But the dude, He's ch- check money. his resume, man. Yeah. Check his resume. All these TV shows, power, this D- other. Dude, off of power, he don't have to do nothing else. Okay, so so the boxing thing came out of uh, disagreement with him, Mayweather. So when oh. Mayweather May, when Mayweather went to prison, um, Fifty told him, "I got you. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna keep 
the money team thing he had going. TMT, whatever, yeah. And only to find out he didn't even have an LLC set up for that. <laughs> Mayweather didn't have nothing set up for that. No paperwork, no nothing. So 50 took care of that. 50 you went, filed the name, t- took care of the paperwork. That's why they don't get along, man. And so Mayweather. Ungrateful so, so what happened was I think 50 spent like, I don't know, two point something million getting it all right and legal. And so he, he said, hey, man, you ain't got to take care of me or anything like that. But, you know, here's what I spent. And Mayweather was like, well, nobody tell you to go do that. And over two something million dollars, they kind of fell out. But guess what? 50 took over the contracts for those boxers that were on the money team. So they essentially work for 50. Oh, of course. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, check the dude's resume, dude. He, dude ain't got to make no more records. Nah. He ain't got to make no clothing line either. I wish he did come up with new music. Man. I think he's done with that. He's done he's with making that. too much money in TV. That's true. Yeah. He, he don't have to go dress like up. Like, his whole transformation, though, you know, from, you know, when he first started, you know, just, that cult like New York swag Tim's to fucking suits. He was on a podcast with uh with uh, Little Wayne where he said, "Man, he's like when I'm in the room like with corporate suits, bro. I'm like Superman. He's like I go get suited out, come out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but when I'm with like my people, when I'm yeah. like fuck with other artists, he's like, man, it's fucking hat. Yeah, like that's him. James, but, yeah. but see, if you listen to that, is his game right there dude. like you understand he understands and um who else had this conversation it was um fit uh not 50 it was um dr dre so dr dre the everything he did right from the moment he created aftermath right and, and got all these artists because he put on a lot of people yeah, and so not for him to go and reinvest in those communities man like the impact that that's gonna have for generations, dude. Like you just present music and opportunity in the neighborhood. Master P did the same thing. Yeah, he did. <sighs> it's the, the there's a documentary of Master P yes. out there, right? On, yep. And how it's he started called, uh, up. No Limit Chronicles. I yeah, I, it's good. I haven't seen it, but I, I've seen little bits. The Snoop Dogg says he, he spoke about it. That's who the, taught me business. He yeah. says I didn't know anything about putting stuff in my name and starting yeah. companies, and he says that's who taught him business. And then he had to learn it for himself. Master yeah. P, I'm sure he got an education somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, Started I'm going to be talking grand. about. I'm going to be talking So as, as, a, as a parent, right, um, not just necessarily I'm talking about myself, but as D, you know, he, he as a parent, you know, he, he understands that paying it forward, right, it's allowing his children to understand what what it takes, but then also encouraging them to, hey, you can yeah. do, you can own it. You can do it and see when you hear that and and you can see it on television. You could see it in your, in your following you dog. How could you not? Like there's, yeah. there's nothing stopping you. Yep. No worries. No one. You never know where this podcast is going to go. <laughs> he told me he helped his son move into his apartment a couple weeks ago. Which, all right. Hold on a second. Hold that. Well, how old are you? 49. Okay, I'm ten years young. I'm ten years younger, you younger than, than that. He does. He looks younger, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. He probably like late thirties, like we. Forty nine. Nah, I'll be fifty next year. Damn. I'm, I just turned, and I just turned thirty eight, and he's been around me since I was eighteen, bro. <laughs> oh shit, dog. Oh, Twenty years. Twenty years, man. 
I mean, here's the thing. Like, when I heard him say he helped his son move into his apartment, I was like, yo, man, like, that's so cool. I was like, I met his son when he was little, man. Yep. And now he's, he's 21. Just turned 21. Last How year. does that make you feel, by the way? Because they're all in their 20s now. My oldest is 28. Really? As a father, man, like, you feel more like you yeah. reached a step in your life where you're like, not only are you proud, but you enjoy that yeah, journey. Definitely. Man. Yep. All three of them in their own spots. Nice. Well, congrats, man. You yeah, know, appreciate for, it. It's a big accomplishment. Yes. You know? It is, man. You know, three out the house and I was using the wife. Yep. And... I still think about um, whenever he told me he helped his daughter move into uh, go to college and stuff. I was like, dude, I was like, you got kids in college, man. <laughs> yeah. Getting up there. <laughs> oh, man. No, so I'm just, you know, overall, man, I'm happy to see his success. Yeah. Man. He's. And it's all come off his hard work, man, and just investing in, in, um, in the in, in good energy with the right people, man. Um, if he's Being able to help right you thing. out, he'll help you out, man. Yeah, I help anybody that needs it. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. At least guide you. Let you yeah. give you some options where you somebody need. Somebody says, "Do you know somebody that can do this? Let me see." <laughs> yeah, because we were talking off off air about the whole uh, you know video program. I want to do that here as well. So. You know what I want him to touch on too? Because uh, he's he's talked to me a little b- about it, but I want him to share uh, his passion for um, script writing. He's, he, he got into it. That was a surprise to me because I didn't know he could do anything more. So he's like, <laughs> really? yeah, dude, I started writing scripts. Yeah. I already produced one short film already. What? Screened it at the Angelica. Did there, you really? There you go. You never know what you can do till you do it. I'm not going to not try anything. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. Yep. Dude, I, mean, I actually I prayed to God and told him I never well I put it like this when I was working when I was like 18 this old guy told me he said you find the most talented people in the cemetery because they never use their talents so I prayed that God would exhaust all of my talents and leave them here I don't want to die with any talent Fine. bro it's about legacy man. yeah that's it I want to leave a legacy le- we don't talk about legacies man Nah. We spent so much time How about the, thinking the right about now. bullshit. The right now, yeah. You know, you know the thing with him, dude. I, I learned this um, when he he kind of introduced me to what it was to be proactive in 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 your craft. Right? Is that you understand that if you can find a way to get shit done, it'll work out. Yeah. You just put in forth the effort um and when i heard he was writing scripts and i was like oh he's storyteller now too but the thing is is like he opens doors right simultaneously like he don't even know it i wouldn't have ever considered doing a podcast had it not been for him yeah because at the same time he put the equipment together had the platform what else did i needed to do but just show up show up that's it i just go buy stuff (laughs) I mean, I was like, I, I think too. I was like, I want to learn how to fly a drone. So I bought a drone. Now I just need to figure out how to fly. fly yeah. <laughs> See and, what I'm saying? You know, same thing with Vanessa. You know, like because you had me on the show. You know, I liked it. Then that I was like, almost a year ago now. Cause that was a Christmas. A show. year ago, the next month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was on a date at the zoo when he called me. <laughs> Talking about that car he never got. <laughs> that go kart. Um, you know, so yeah, I, you know, and. Like just hearing your background and your story, mm-hmm. like now I'm I'm more more hyped about this. Like you know, I'm I'm excited about you know where this is going. 
Um, obviously, I mean, we got a good team going on here, you know, good mm-hmm. vibes. Um, you know, I'm really, at first I was like, ah, you know, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. But now I was like, all right, like now, now that I know we've officially met yeah. instead of all the phone, I was like, all right, you know, I get this good vibe and he speaks highly of you. So, you know what? If Vanessa speaks highly of, you, of him, then he's definitely up there. So, I mean, I can even tell you how much deeper it goes. In 1996, I was interning at ABC Radio Networks in the marketing department. And that's where I met like a bunch of different people. I met a lady named Sheila Rutledge. Fast forward to today, last week she called him to go on a cruise to do the design work for that cruise. What? 20 years later, I still have that connect. Facts. Dude, we were talking about um other portfolio um that we have put together over the years. And granted, sometimes I kind of look at it and I think, how did I do that? But you, I still acknowledge the fact that I don't get in some rooms or I don't grow in my craft if I don't have people like him in my corner. Good or bad, man. Like, yeah. you, you, you take away something from that, right? But even at... at because he's not going to sit there and and call me every day. Hey, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Nah, man. You need people around you to push you, but you just quietly just go on about yeah. your business, man. And a lot of the struggles that I've seen him go through, whether it's on the professional level or even sometimes, you know, just as a family, man, um, I, I pay attention, man, because I think it's it's all relative. Yeah. I think it it really is. It's all relative, and and sometimes when I question my my own craft, I I think I'm like, man, D's able to, you know, take chances in other areas. Why can't I? I know that what I've done, I got I got my resume. I know that I've done shit. Yeah, I'm like, but then it's again, it's he paid it forward, man. Yeah, and no one can know what 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 the potential may be if you don't even try. You don't try, yeah. I mean, we've been in some weird rooms. It's just, just like, wow. Who'd have thought we'd have been doing a football camp for a Dallas Cowboy? And we're around all the Cowboys all weekend just hanging out. Damn. He's sitting in a suite at the Mavericks game with Common. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting next to him. Common called his girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah. Common called my girlfriend at the time. I shout out to Common. Uh, <laughs> he gives yeah. a shout out. Like, but dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you, man. I've been in some rooms with some people. I had no business being in, dude. Because of him. And he's one of the people that just has always been just tight with, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, even I'd be wanting to bring everybody. Let's go. That's we all going I'm to all the about top. that. You know, no, he's he not going to pull you. No, yeah. no. He ain't going to pull you. Yeah. he put you on weight. Yeah. I'm all about like bringing people together. Yeah. You know, like I was telling, like the third wheel concept. You know, you just just bring people in here, man. Or on the phone, you know, just have them be part of this conversation. I mean, you know, you know also one thing that I, I didn't failed to mention about him man was um his spirituality journey um because if he's the one that when he started going to bible study he started bringing that energy to the office and that was a way for me to kind of uh look at it from pay attention like you know god god may be talking to me you know that 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 does make a difference and i know we talked about you know Mm -hmm. when you spiritual, when you when your spiritual life is right, everything just goes yeah. well, you know. And I've told him, or I had a podcast with like 
four of my best friends. You know, that we had a group podcast. It's a lot of mics. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they were on Zoom. It was out through Zoom. Okay. It was out through Zoom. <laughs> Who's moderating? <laughs> <laughs> it was all on Zoom. You know, I was here. I had people, brothers in Houston, Fortnite, but, you know, and, you know, with this whole pandemic, you know, like, like churches closed down, you know, shut down. It's kind of like, you know, like, where does your spiritual life go? You know, I'll admit it, you know, mine's been slacking. Hey, can can I tell you something? And this is like for real, because we're like, I think God is moving here. I thought that, yeah. Um, my boy Smiley wants to give us a message. Are you going to plug him in or what? Uh, yeah. Let me find all the, all the cables. You're going to like this. Just wait. You ready? Hold on, hold on. Let me plug it in. What do you have? You got I got an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. What's up, Ernesto? Hold on. I'm about to plug you up, brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Smiley? Hold on. Okay, everybody hear him? Testing one, two, three. Yeah, we got it. Smiley, how you doing, yes, man? Sir. Man, I am doing wonderful, man. How about you? I'm doing great, man. Listen, um, by the way, it's good to hear that you got your voice back because um, I know last <laughs> week you was dealing with some. But listen, man, so you on the podcast again. You got my boy Ovid, my boy Derek, um, and we're talking about spirituality. And so I was like, man, it's in the spirit. Let me let me call my boy Smiley and see if he can give us, give us one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And, right. and the thing is, you know, we're sitting here talking about um, just the way the going to um, going to Bible study kind of impacted me and made me pay attention aware of maybe I should be paying more attention. Now God's trying to talk to me. And I feel like at times and I think he's done that with you and I, because I think that God puts certain people in your life and, and yeah. is, is to, to speak through you, you know, to, to, to or to you and get your attention, you know. And move yeah. you in certain ways so you can understand that his message is never far from you. Uh, and, uh, and and uh, that's how we started. <laughs> By the uh, way, uh, Smiley, and I never get tired of saying this, D, Smiley was my Lyft driver. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. And um, ever since then, he he's, I mean, we at, at my sometimes at my lowest moments, I reach out to that brother. And he's like, let me tell you something. And not only that, man, he speaks with what's what's the word I'm looking for? I would say passion. <laughs> Brim and stone. <laughs> Even though he's a Packers fan, but we ain't gonna hold that against him. Hey, 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 hey. Let me edit this part out. Our producers here. Uh it's an hour forty four minute mark. We're gonna edit this out. So <laughs> So as we're drawing, and this is our Thanksgiving episode. So as we're drawing, you know, their Thanksgiving message, man, definitely thought you'd be a good one to kind of give us a little, a little message there. Man, you know, let me first acknowledge the other two gentlemen, man. I don't know your names. Uh, again, I'm horrible with names, but I just want to say thank you to you guys for even having this opportunity, man, to talk with you guys about this. I count it a privilege and an honor. Uh, just to be able to talk about even the spirituality, God, whatever the case may be Amen. or the context of this. Uh, I want to say this first and foremost, and, I, and I, I love God's people. And I love how arranged they are. This is a beautiful time to be a believer. Yes. Amongst a lot of time, people are so 
pulled and swayed by different things. But this is a beautiful time to be a believer because God is awakening his people. Now, when I say his people, I ain't talking about just this person or this this type or that person or this type. He's awakening his people to stop all of this stuff. We've morrowed the muck of it, and I'll say this real simple. God gave Ten Commandments. They took Ten Commandments and made 566 ordinance. Yep. We got a problem with here. He turned around in the New Testament and gave two commandments, and they still didn't get it right. He said, I'll give you two to some of all of them. Speak on it. He says, love God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? right. And love right. thy neighbor as thyself. Now watch this. These two are the culmination of the entire Bible, which is one story. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo, boy. How much more to be thankful? And can I say this too, guys? And I don't even want to, because I just feel the energy. A lot of times you get attacked just because you're not dealing with things the same way people are dealing with things. Yeah. Well, I have a right to have peace when you don't. It's not that everything's okay, but I'm okay going through it. Yep. Oh, y'all, somebody should have just said hallelujah right there. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start throwing my shoe. I'm going to start throwing my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> we got a burden bearer, so we don't have to deal but, with those problems. Right. But see, that's, that's the same. We don't have to deal with it the same. And I, I was telling, I've got uh, friends that are Catholic, Presbyterian. I've got Muslim brothers. I've got all type, all over the, the realm and colorful, beautiful horizon of religion and whatever you want to label it. I've got friends in all different sects, and we'll call and talk. And they know how I believe. It's not my job to change your belief. It's my job to be who I'm supposed to be. And if we could just let people be, what would happen if we were all just in turn? Hey, you know what? If that's working for you, God bless. Amen. We were just talking about that. Yeah, we just talked about yep. that. See, ain't it amazing? Watch this. We're in a world where nobody wants to be judged, but everything we look at is being judged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be criticized or critiqued, but everything we look at is being criticized or critiqued. You got America's Top Model. You got this cooking show. Who makes the sharpest knife? They got a show out now for ant farms. I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business. Right? It's a business. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But I'm saying this. This is a beautiful time to be thankful for this one thing. God loves us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, we Amen. just got to learn how to love each other. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, wouldn't it be easy if we would stop trying to hang up? I, I was talking to my wife. She's actually with me. I'm actually, uh, I'll say this and then I'll be quiet. I was talking to her yesterday. We got to stop treating each other like opponents. Mm -hmm. When I see you, you're not my opponent. Whether you be male or female, because I see you and you might be having a bad day. I might be smiling. You might be frowning because we hide in plain sight, and then as soon as somebody does something that has nothing to do with where we at, we latch on to that and say, okay, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to go on today. Rather than just being happy. You know how easy it is to be happy? It's hard to be, listen, I'm going to tell you, it's hard to be depressed and sad if you think about yeah, it. It takes yeah. a lot of work to be miserable. <laughs> but it, it costs work. nothing to be happy, though. It costs nothing it costs to be happy. Absolute, you, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. Mike Tyson said this. Y'all can check this out, too. Uh, Alexander the Great was watching this guy whose name was Sloth. And you can check this facts out. Watch this. He watches this guy 
for months. And he's got everything in the world he could possibly have. So one day he stops the man and he says, what can I do for you? And mind you, he's conquered lands. He's done all this great stuff. He's done all of these great conquests. And the man says, you can get out the way of the sun and let me enjoy the rest of my day. Mm. Now, Alexander could have killed him right then. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. He could have actually ended his life. But it puzzled him. How does somebody that has everything can't find nothing in peace and happiness, but somebody that don't have nothing has got peace and happiness? Let's deal with it. Yep. Yeah. My <sighs> happiness is not based on what I possess. Exactly. Oh, glory to God. I don't know if y'all was ready for that. I'm going to be quiet. It's all, <laughs> it's all vanity. It's all of being absorbed, man. You know I promise you that. You blessed my day today. I'm done for the day. <laughs> I got my blessing for the day. I'm good to tomorrow. <laughs> no, but here's... Hey, man, I love you guys, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'll be quiet. No, man. We thank you for that, man. That, that was, uh, you know, it's reflective. And it, it, it so coincided with the conversation we were having before you got on the phone, man. Mm-hmm. And you got two, two. We got a Mexican, a Latino, a Salvadorian, mm-hmm. and then D, D who's African American. He's black, my dude. We've been business partners and and just associates for the past twenty years. Knew me when I was eighteen years old. He's wow. our he's our guest on our show today, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we talking everything and everything. Wow, I have one question for you though. Yes, sir. Uh, have yes, you sir. have you gotten a chance to to uh, check out that Dave Chappelle? Uh, I actually did. I did. I actually watched it multiple times, and uh, it's sad, man. It really is. Uh, but it's, it, it has its joy in it as well. Um, the pressures that we live under today are different. They're the same, but they're different. And here's why I say that. We're in a, uh, it's almost like a paradigm shift, if you will, of spirituality versus out of controlness. And if you just think about it for a minute, there's two things happening right now. One, people are losing their identities. Two, they're actually going and picking up identities that never belong to them. Mm-hmm. You think that part of that is um, probably the devil working in in that somewhere? Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Well, the devil's absolutely. always working. He don't take yeah, no oh, days man. off. He don't sleep. Man, he don't take no days off. You know, there's a story they talk about the devil sitting in the corner crying. They say, what's wrong? He said, I'm tired of Christians blaming me for everything. <laughs> and the reality is everybody wants to find someone. Nobody wants to be accountable for what they're not doing or what they should be doing. And, and this is so serious. When I become accountable, it changes everything around me. Yeah. When I stop saying, wait a minute, it ain't my mama's fault. She may not have treated me right. It ain't my daddy's fault. It ain't my best friend. It's not. No. What did I do? What can I do better? How do I heal from this? What, where can I go get help? I'm going to say this and watch this. Mental health right now, all the way across the board, whether you be a Salvadorian, black, Hispanic, Mexican, I don't care what. You can be an alien. Mental health right now is at an all-time high, and it's serious. But when you start looking at mental health, the first thing you realize is the inward thought of just you. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's more of a uh, internal battle. Yeah, now and social was, media ain't helping it. Let, don't bro, don't get me started on social media. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, hey, listen, Take I don't even want to do that to y'all. Yeah, 
Fake fake book, uh, book. Instagram. I want them all. But what's happening is we want to share everything in order to feel like we're apart. But that doesn't make you apart. It exposes you. Oh, shit. I just had an oh shit moment. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that out. It's not as, uh... listen, listen, listen. We'll we'll get over the Cowboys and Packers thing. If we can get that one come out, we'll leave that one. But watch this. If you expose everything about you, what is it that's left for you? Uh, yes, sir. And this is why Nesta doesn't have social media. That's why I don't have it, man. Deathly afraid of. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a thing, man. Like, and then not only that, you know, you you think about now you you touched on people adopting personalities that never belong to them. So we're entering a world of the virtual reality, right? The, yeah. the meta world, yeah. and yep. you become now this character of a person. Does that mean that people are now going to be further more disconnected? Where true conversation is not even. Yep. Not even you know, everything's gonna be disconnected. We can't even pick up oh, the phone. Mostly. We texting. Right, right. How, right. How, how crazy is it for you to have a phone, be driving, and not call the person but type it out? That's right. backwards thinking. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what? I listen. You guys go. Hey, I would love to talk to y'all all day because yeah. here's what, here's one of the beautiful things like this. Conversation is something. They used to keep us all connected. Yep. It's a lost art. <laughs> it is. Listen, we, me and Ernesto talked about this years ago. I wanted to start a club where you have to put your phones away and we have different topics and you have to talk. And even if you don't agree with me, I want to hear what you think. Yes. I like that. Yeah. So this is why I did my podcast because I was telling Ernesto, like, this whole conversating is a lost art. You know, it is. everything is through text now, you know, and I'm a social butterfly. I like to talk to random people, you know, just to, just with yeah. the even just with a hello or how are you can just change like somebody's day, yeah. you know, just, just, oh with the, my God. you know, just, just by that, it just changes. So, you know, you know, so I started my podcast, you know, it's like, you know what? It's during pandemic. Everybody's freaking out, you know, everybody's being secluded. And so nobody mm. picks up the phone anymore. It's either like you're home or you text. So, you know, on my podcast, I'll call, you know, from my phone and have these conversations with people or I'll bring people to the house and have them. And we'll just conversate or we'll just record it, yeah. you know. But but nowadays it's just it's a lost art. You want you want to get some good, good feedback on this other topic we haven't had a, chest, a chance to touch on um, the trial about that boy that just got released. I mean, what about it? Oh, How much want? time are we into? Because we might be running over. We're like a. I don't want. We may pick that up next mark. week. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should. You know what? We should. Yo, it, it I tell you have what. Him on. Yeah, hey, Smiley, for we'll real. Give a whole segment for him. Yeah. You... Oh my God! No, 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 no. Listen, I, I want to say this to Chloe. I know you guys got to go. <laughs> I love the energy with you guys, man. <laughs> I love the fact that you're bringing something back that we need, and the conversation is the key. Sexy back. No, but, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, real talk, real talk. Need you, yeah, we need. You, I like to get your thoughts on that too, man. man it's, it's all I, good I, storytelling. We'll man. schedule some time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make space. We're gonna make space. Gonna... Like God say, He'll make space for your gift. 
Because we got to pay bills right now. We got to pay bills. We got to pay bills. We got to get the commercial right quick. Hey, let me say this. I honestly feel like the Cowboys and Packers are going to meet each other in the playoffs. All right, have a good day, Smiley. What's up to you today, Smiley? Wait, that's the goal, man. I want to see Rodgers go down, and I want Dak be the man. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. <laughs> hey, but you know he's gonna be out of there next year, man. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe yeah. He'll, maybe yeah. he'll go to Chicago. I hope not. That would just be disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smiley, man! Thanks for the time, brother. Ah, oh, that was hey, that was exactly guys, that was exactly. What Appreciate we you. Appreciate yeah, you, Smiley. Likewise, man. You guys have a great day, you man. I'm out of here. Stay blessed. Later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Dude. That guy. Good guy. <laughs> Good man. guy. My man just took us to church. <laughs> man, that dude. I'd love to get his thoughts because I talked to him about the um, the um, Will, uh, Will and Floyd. Okay. I talked to him about that case. Yeah. Dude was on fire about that, dude. I think we should give him a segment. Yeah. You know. Uh, He's good, dude. All him. Either bring him in or over the phone like we yeah, did right he's now. He's fire, dude. Because uh, conversations off, just off air yeah. with him, dude. He's good. He's solid, man. Yeah. He's he's just somebody that just imparts whatever he feels in his spirit is there, man. And, and dude, he's he's good one, man. Yeah. Uh, he's solid. Um, well, we're gonna definitely close up and, yeah, and start talking about our Thanksgiving, man. Like, uh, what are your plans for Thanksgiving, no bit? Nothing. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, D, what about you? <laughs> that's a wrap. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> no, actually, some family over. That's about it. Same yeah. old, same old. Yeah. No, well, because my mom's flying out the country. Oh, so I'm just being by myself. My dad's wife, they don't really celebrate. Yeah. That. So I might go hang out with some other cousins at that stage, or not going to the Cowboys game for Thanksgiving. Man, you know what? Here's the thing. So I like to have a surround sound at home. Uh-huh. I like to turn it up loud. Mm-hmm. I hate it when I go to somebody's house and it's just a TV. Because I want to be like in it. I yeah. want to hear the ooh, oh, yeah. and, yeah. the, and the. But when I go to somebody's house and they have the TV and I'm I'm like, because I want to hear. So I want to turn up the volume up high because I want to I want to feel the action, so the you, vibration. You won't be in the surround sound. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be downstairs by myself, probably watching the game, and then I go to my uncle's house or yeah. friends that just to go hang out, but. Yeah, but that's, that's I'm not, not doing anything. That's I'm what's just, up, man. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. not doing anything is the thing to do. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do a w- podcast. I don't know. I'm gonna get bored. But <laughs> <laughs> what you do it? Um, we're um we're going down to um um what do you call it? Uh, Corpus. Okay. Um, we're gonna actually head out there and just do a little family Thanksgiving. Um, just get out of uh. Is that where his family's from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little like, out of town. Oh no, her family's not from down there. She just likes to get out and go to oh, her okay. road trips. <laughs> oh, okay. Y'all, well, y'all, y'all no, she's getting away from everybody. From everybody. Yeah, we just <laughs> getting away from everybody. You're going away from the problem. <laughs> yeah, we just getting away. Oh, okay. Um, I thought her family was from down there. But no, it's just a little mini trip, you know. Um, get away with the family. Yeah, you can definitely be around for um for for the game and all that. It's about eight hour drive. Yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Is the thing like for me, I'm learning to just embrace the 
the newness of it in in it's a moment. It's a moment, right? Yeah. So you create memories. Enjoy the moment, you know. And you got stories to tell on the way back. No, and you know what? We talked about this before where it was always that, oh, we'll do it later. Well, next year, we'll save up for that. And it never happens. Mm-hmm. Or you don't get the opportunity. And it's like I'm 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 not trying to be that person anymore. So I'm trying to embrace as many experiences or trips that I can. So it's like, let's go. Right. I tell you what, last year I mean, it was the same thing. Stay here, watch the game, fall asleep. And well, we got not a nog. I mean, it's, we got it's, some family coming in this year that we, this will be our first time having people over. Okay. And you see, that's the thing. Like, if you just get to share that somewhat of what it used to be like, it's good, you know. And um, for me, you know, not really having my family, my immediate family here, you know, it, it's it, it'll be a complete Thanksgiving like yeah. it used to be somewhat. But just because it's my family, you know. Um, but not having my parents here and not, yeah. you know, the tradition was to go to mom's house. See, I don't have that anymore. So I have to start creating you, own, tradition own tradition for me. Yeah. This will be kind family. of our first one where kids are coming to the house. They don't See? already, they're not already there. Oh, nice. It's, it's okay. an experience. And, uh, you know, th- I think one of my, my daughter's bringing her new boyfriend. So, oh, oh man. Hey, but man. I've met him before. We need you to be reported on the ground. <laughs> we need to be alive. Hold on. Does he deserve a shout out or not? Not yet. <laughs> and he gonna come in here where like throw him up against the wall and it's like, hey, listen, man, this is a game changer, okay? <laughs> well, she says they're just friends. They're not to that. That's the new thing I think they do oh, now. Oh, man. They're buddy, just buddy, getting buddy, to know buddy, each yeah. other. So we ain't, it ain't no designation. So, but if he's coming to the house, me and the family. Because he's not from here. Oh. So he'd be by himself. His family's in Georgia. Georgia, uh, Georgia. <laughs> so my daughter told me the same thing. She said um, there was this guy that was like she was going out with, um, and I was like, "Is this your boyfriend?" She's like, "No, it's my friend." I was like, "Your friend?" She said, "Well, he come over here dropping off flowers and picking <laughs> you up," and, and she was like, "Oh, he's just a friend. He just he wants to like talk to me." But she's not open like that, so I understand. But like my girl would be like, "Well, she says that's his friend," but you know then they go out on dates and I was like that ain't a friend no. I was like but she don't want to she was like she want to claim yeah but to, so the thing was she finally was like well why am I going to introduce y'all to somebody that I don't think is going to be around and I was like my daughter right. said the same thing Fact. yeah <laughs> I was just like <laughs> I was, which I'm like good you need to be selective because I'm going to be selective yeah and then we talking about putting them in categories yeah. so she was already like he, he may not even <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make the cut <laughs> no use coming around he didn't, if you temporary. He, he didn't make the final roster Duh. No, a final roster, man. It, 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 dude, dating, that whole thing, I'm glad I'm not in it, man. It seems like a hell of a fucking work. Um, but overall, man, like I think sharing what I'm thankful for, man, is just being healthy, man. Um, well, yes, it's Thanksgiving. Like, you know, I think we should share it. You know, yeah. what we're thankful at least, you know. So Ernesto just shared. Yeah, it's See? healthy, man. And I'm thankful to be here because could have been gone. There's a bunch, of, like I lost a cousin. That we just buried him last, last yesterday. Oh wow! Yeah, he, Those. and thing is, we didn't even expect his death. He just turned, I think, sixty, mm. oh, and wow. a week ago yeah. Sunday, it was been two. Monday will be two weeks. He passed on a Monday. That Sunday before, me and him were just on Facebook talking about the Cowboys. Then wow. I got a call Monday morning that he passed away. <sighs> so it's, it's like that, bro. Yeah. That's why. And that's... Then this is like the first Thanksgiving without my mother-in-law. She passed like two months that's ago. Right. He oh, told wow. me about so that my too. wife's yeah. like, she don't really care about Thanksgiving. She's not having it. Yeah. This We're going to do something at the house. Her sister's coming in town, but so she's not, not really into it. Yeah. yeah. Right. How about yeah. you? Man, I'm just thankful 
I'm still alive. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm thankful for everything. You know, um, just blessed. You know, I'm just thankful for everything. You know, because a lot of things you take for granted sometimes, but there's other people that have it worse, and they're still thankful. Yeah. You know, Talk so it's kind of it. like you know what I I'm just glad. You know, yeah. I mean I know we have our ups and downs. You know, we have our moments, but it's just how you react from it. You know, it's 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 what sets the tone. It's a mind shift, man. Yeah, yeah. So, it's all a mind shift. And also, before we end, so I I did this on my podcast. You know, because I said I follow this other other show, and they ask each other, you know, where you at mentally. All right. I was like, okay, I like that. I'm not going out screen. We're gonna finish. I like that. So you know, like where you at mentally, spiritually, and physically? You know, on a oh. scale of one through ten. Oh, we gotta rate it. Yeah, on a scale of one through <laughs> ten. No, 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 real time. You know, because you might be smiling, but deep down inside, you're like, oh, shit, I'm a, I'm a two mentally, but, but yeah. we're smiling right now. You know, so D. I'm probably like a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Mentally, spiritually, yeah, you know, you good. It's always room to improve. Of you course. always got something to work yeah, on. Yeah, you don't want to give no full ten. Everybody's yeah. always dealing with something, but yeah, somebody's always got it worse than you, so of I can't course. complain. Messed up. Uh, man, uh, yeah, probably about seven and a half, seven. eight, somewhere in there, man. Yeah. I, um, you know, what you, you try to, and I'll be honest, this is part of my um, kind of a, a not. It's therapeutic, man, because it's an very, artistic form, right? But, yeah. But it's um it's helped me a lot because it helps me analyze a lot yeah. of things and understand the difference uh the differences in in our personalities yeah. and how we engage and I'm just respectful man I'm just like understanding that everybody doesn't necessarily mean to always be confrontational with you yeah <laughs> but and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that about this scenario but I'm just saying like overall like there's some challenges yeah with sometimes in professional work where you, you, you know, you people treat you a certain way because it's, yeah. it's not necessarily a reflection on you. It's just the day that they're having. Um, so it tends to throw off your energy, man. And I mean, I really didn't finish out my week the way that I wanted to, yeah, same here. but you know, this has allowed me to reset, dude. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to doing the show yeah. today because it, it has allowed me to reset. So, um, I think for me, man, just coming in with, um, a balanced, um, from my mental, my spiritual, and, yeah, and and overall, man, just good vibes. So yeah. I think I would probably rate it about seven and a half or eight. Yeah, same here. Yeah, when, I mean to be honest, when I'm home, dude, I'm complete. I think when I get home, man, I could bump it up to about eight and a half or nine. But it's just just kind of where we are, man. Yeah, and um, just you guys know, man. Like anytime you guys need me, I'm always around, right. even if it's just to vent or just you know talk it's ideas, man. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm always around, man. And yeah. if you can't reach me right away, I'm always going to return your text so, and and find a way to to so, to get in touch. With that being said, where are you at? Where am I, man? Yeah. I'm in a seven. Okay. You know, yesterday was a beat down at work, and then today, and that's what I said. Like I was looking forward to this. Yeah. You know, like last night and then this morning, I woke up. You know, with a sleep. You know, thinking about you know topics to talk about or not. And he's right. For me, like this is very therapeutic for me, and you know, just to hear conversations, to hear stories, you know, like Smiley, and, and you know, and hear your background or a snippet of your yeah. background, you know, it's just, I find that interesting, and you know, and I like that, and I feed off of that. I was like, you know, and then especially what you guys have planned for this, you know, for this platform to go up and make it bigger, better, and better, 
So it's like, you know what? You know what? I'll let D close the show because he is our guest. One thing you just said is you asked me about our expectations for this. I want to ask D the same thing. Like, oh, what, yeah, yeah. Since you're pretty much the, the, the producer <laughs> of bringing all of us together yeah. and the ideas, I don't know, man. Like, what is your expectation for, for all this? My expectation is for it to become a TV show. Okay. Yeah. No, why it, not? See? Yeah. Okay. Good vibes. Yeah. It, of, it, why, why not me? Why not yeah. us? Everybody else can do it. Why can't we do it? We just give it a shot, you know? I mean, like, what do we got to lose? Nothing. Nothing. We're not, we literally have everything we need. Yeah. We just need effort. And That's I, it. Yeah. Fellas, thank you so much, man, for coming Appreciate out to the house, it. man. D, thank you. No for, problem. You know, for, for coming out to the house. And I was on a road trip, and I started just let us run the corner from here. So, yeah. you man, know, I didn't late, know that. Time about <laughs> 12 o'clock. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that I lived so close to you. Dude, yeah. you just like, right? Two exits away. Yeah, I didn't wow. even know that, man. <laughs> Two exits away. I, when I heard, oh, man, all the way over there, man, he's probably like 20 minutes into 40. No, nope. nah. 10 minutes. I was like, cool. cool. So, this is good. Oh man, this is this great. Is I actually, yes, it seemed like you. I was looking forward to it, man, because I thought he was going to call in. I didn't know he was going to come in, but oh, yeah. dude, I think. Yeah, when he said, I'm free, I was like, okay, I guess I, he's going to be on the phone or something. Yeah. But he said, like, oh, that's shit, what I me, thought. Let me take this guy to <laughs> add his. But when he texts, like, I'm deal. here, I'm like, yo, these in the building. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And just for that, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Appreciate we'll it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Hey. Right.